0: An excellent wife who can find, for her worth is far above jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She looks for wool and flax and works with her hands in delight. She is like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it is still night and gives food to her household and portions to her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night. She stretches out her hand to the distaff, and her hands grasp the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor, and she stretches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them, and supplies belts to the tradesmen. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she smiles at the future. She opens her mouth in wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household, And does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her. Her husband also and praises her, saying, Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands and let her works Praise her in the gates.
1: A pleasant good morning to everyone. Our God is good. One of the chapters I meditated on heavily when I was single was this one, Proverbs 31. And it launched me to a quest. To find the Proverbs 31 woman in my life. I'm glad to say that I was successful in that quest. (laughs) I had to put that on early before I forget, Uh, (laughs) so I won't forget. Now Proverbs 31 is not meant to make women guilty. Proverbs is not law, it is not epistle, it is wise living, wise advice. So this is to share wisdom to Israel. Remember, God has a plan. And his grand plan is to introduce his son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, starting from Adam and our own personal sins, the sins of the world. But before Christ could be born both man, as man, yet being God at the same time, There must be a nation that had to be nurtured by God. And this nation is composed of families, and that is Israel. Composed of families, and to have a strong nation, one nation must have strong families. That's why advice for wives and children is found in the sacred scriptures. Proverbs, they say, seems to be an offshoot of their life, both in the Genesis account and uh, also summarized in the law. But somehow the book of Proverbs advises us to be wise. So, young man, this is actually for you. This is not for the women. The context is the mother of King Lemuel, that's the context, was giving an advice to her son. King Lemuel's mother advised her son to avoid alcohol because it does not profit a ruler and his people. There were nations in the past, in history, that the council would not allow the ruler even to taste a little bit of alcohol because it might affect his decision. And a ruler who is a drunkard is a ruler that is no good as well. She also advised him to speak for those who cannot speak for themselves, defend those who cannot defend themselves, to judge righteously, to defend the defenseless. The wise mother also counseled him not to give his strength to women. Oh, ladies, this also applies to you because this is how the mother-in-law thinks most of the time as she gained wisdom through the years. Do not give your strength to women. Of course, others might interpret this as a king having immoral affairs, which is common for many kings in the past. Yet if you allow me to stretch it a bit, young man, do not spend your time too much with a woman eager for your presence that you have no time or very little time to build your stature. Your stature is important for you to be an influence in the world and to give honor to your own family. But instead, she explicitly said that an excellent wife is more precious than jewels let us now listen to the advice oh by the way again the goal is not to make every woman feel guilty the goal is to see what we can attain it's more like this is wise counsel than It didn't say that instantly, the moment she got married, she's this woman. It's something that they grow into. The good thing is, it's in the Bible. You know, many times you're in search. What do I do? Many young men are so foolish and not wise because they don't look at Scripture. Brothers, young men, it's time to look at Scripture. Number One, what is the relationship of the excellent wife or virtuous woman and her husband? Well, for one, his heart trusts in her. his heart trusts in her. It did not say, or it wasn 't clear that because she 's a virtuous woman or an excellent wife, that he trusts in her or. It's because of her trust that she became an excellent wife. And I believe both are, are valid. A trust given to somebody, a wife, your wife, gives her some confidence to do what she must do. Instead of always pointing out her mistake. When my wife wanted to learn to drive, I thought, this is good for me. Because... She will not have to ask me all the time to drive her, drive me to the grocery, drive me to my mother, drive me to this. So I thought if she learns, I will be free from some form of slavery. (laughs) I was just kidding, of course. So my intention was to empower her. So I said, you want to learn to drive? She said, yes. Okay, go to a driving school. (laughs) doesn't usually work when the husband teaches the wife, okay? (laughs) So go to a driving school. So she went to a driving school, struggling, but learning. Then she had the confidence to drive. But in my mind, I already expected that she was going to bump the car. I just don't know when. (laughs) I was just praying it won't be human, okay? But for sure, it will happen. That was a price to pay to empower her. I had to trust her and pay the price of that trust. (laughs) And the literal price I did pay in the amount of thousands of pesos of smashing the car at something that does not move. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Or did not move. (laughs) But I am very happy because after she learned she became a very good driver. Very good. Very good driver. No, whatever car I bought then, whether it was a big car like a Starex or a small car, she could drive it. She could park it. Praise God. She didn't have to call me. I can't park. Come down. So praise God I was free of slavery. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, you're still a slave because of your lack of wisdom. Yes, you will pay. But it's only for a time. But when she learns she wants to go to the grocery, she can go without you. She wants to visit her friends. You don't have to drive and sit with her friends who talk like they're not talking to one another as if they're talking and listening at the same time. That is the nature of reunion with classmates, their classmates. I sat in one. I said, darling, if you love me, never let me return again. And she was gracious enough not to require me. Because she can drive, she could drive herself. Our trust empowers them, and the same way, their diligence also makes us trust them as well. It goes both ways. And she does him good and not harm all the days of our life not all women are like this some women are out there to gain rather than to share when I do premarital counseling I always make sure if they're getting married to give to one another rather than to take because most marriages if you ask them not most well at least those I try to let go through the filter Why are you getting married? Oh, because he's nice to me. He opens the door. Oh, she encourages me. Nice. All about what you can receive. What about why you got married? Because you can work together and build her up. And you him. So, the excellent wife does him good and not harm all the days of her life. Such is the intent. She greatly enriches his life. I like this. Well, women, young women, you must learn to be an excellent wife. Do not drain your husband poor. Do not follow the pattern of the world that the good husband is, someone who can buy all the material things for you. That is not wise. The woman who is careful with the finances will enrich her husband. This is a growing process, but you may want to learn finance early. And when I say finance, for crying out loud, don't go to the people who want to sell you something. Really learn it as it is, how personal finance works. This is how it works. Therefore, you need to sign here and buy from me. Quit those. Because there are many options to grow your money. But if you don't know all, then poor you. You will only spend and spend and spend. And we have heard sad stories of husbands who went abroad for a long time, giving money to his wife continuously, only to come home. There was no house, there was no car, there was nothing. But all was spent on relatives who were needy. Don't trust everybody who is needy if they're needy all the time. Bible said, to them who do not work, neither let them eat. The husband is well known in the gates. So somebody told me, so is the husband a security guard? I said, not necessarily. In the Old Testament, when they say gates, it's actually the meeting of the council. It is a meeting of people who make decisions. The husband is known in the gates, which means he exercises some influence. So I'd like to say, to avoid making this an all-woman preaching gentlemen, aside from trusting in her, grow your stature and your integrity that you may have some positive influence on others and somehow attain some form of leadership in your community. The church is one community. Naga City is another community. Your barangay may be another community. Being influential there somehow builds your wife, but at the same way, an excellent wife somehow gives a good name to her husband as well. It works both ways. Again. God is good. Am I speaking to people here? I love your silence sometimes, you know. I would assume that you are reflecting, digesting. So man, to be a man of God. Yes, you must be a man of some influence to build your community. It's not like you. Jesus Christ is your personal savior. A term which is not actually in the Bible, but is not wrong. Somehow, we have made him too personal that we are detached from community. No, there's a collective relationship. A personal relationship is real and true and necessary. But there's that relationship of the collective. And the same way, not only the church, but God speaks to nations especially in the Old Testament. In the book of Revelations, he speaks to churches as a collective, meaning God has a relationship to this group of people, addresses them as a group. So yes, God is a God that is individual, but also for the collective. So uh, young men, that's why be active in our community. We have the youth. We can help build you up there. But if you want to fly, be uh, the Lone Ranger, With a tonto. Lone Ranger has a tonto. Yeah, you look like a comedy sometimes. Alone, trying to build your own self. And that is not God's design. God's design is the collective to build one another up. This husband is known in the gates. It's not too late for those who are married. Praise God. Amen. Encourage yourself. I want... To learn and grow and someday have positive influence in my town or city or community or this church community. Godly positive influence. Number two, what are the characteristics of an excellent wife? She is resourceful and disciplined. Can you say resourceful? What is resourceful? Gumagawa ng paraan. She finds ways. Like BDO. They find ways. Okay. She finds ways. Okay. So she's thinking, okay, this is what we're earning. And, and then I have to find a way for my family to eat. So I praise God that many wives here are excellent because they find ways. Because we husbands, at times we encounter failure. Please pray for us. You know why? Let me share to you. One reality, not part of the text, but I feel like I should share this to you. When women fail in relationships or in a failed relationship, it's harder for them to recover. If a man fails in his career or business, it's harder for him to recover in that area. It's just different. Somehow women, when they fail in business, they try again and try again and try again. Women, and men, I have known some of them, took 10 years nursing the offense and the hurt. Some of them lost confidence to try. They needed coaching and mentoring to get out of that rut. But at times when we fail, and I have failed in this life before, I have lost some businesses, went bankrupt. It's a good thing I understood that I should not be this way. I should continue to the next one, to the next one. That failure should be my stepping stone and something I can learn from. And I should try this again and this again. By God's grace, with the help of my wife, I got through it. And there were times for six months I did not have work. Very few know that. That's why I believe in storing up something So that without working, I can figure out my next move. And next move, we did figure out, but that savings wasn't enough. My wife did find ways. You will have to find ways. She is resourceful and she is disciplined, she finds ways to be profitable. She is energetic and hardworking. When I mean profitable, I hope it is the kind that you preserve your integrity, right? Of course, in our society, the easiest work to get into is, they say, is sales. But the way they teach us sales sometimes is the manipulative way. Rather than adding value to people, rather than being honest, as long as you get the sale now, don't tell them the truth. Oh brother, I'd rather tell the truth and say if you still want it. But if not, you have a, you may look for other choice. I prefer that. Why I begin to trust you? But if you got the sale and I found out somehow you dis- did not disclose some things, you kept some truth from me. Ah, you are marked in my mind. Be careful. Don't trust this person in everything. And that's not just me, it's everybody. She is energetic and hardworking. She finds ways to be profitable. She prepares her household for hard times. I like this. She prepares for the crisis. Haven't you noticed that crisis comes every now and then? It's going to come. Every businessman understands that crisis comes. There's an up cycle and a down cycle. Before in olden days, there are famine and there's plenty. Famine does come. Problems do happen. They will happen. It will happen. But the question is, are we prepared for those things to happen? It's not like you're preparing now. Don't you trust God? yes I trust God that's why I'm preparing now because it's also in the Bible to prepare if you ask my children my language is usually as long as I am on the earth let me help you because we do not know I do not know when God will take me it can be tomorrow or even the next breath we were exchanging notes with some brothers since because of the resurrection and the eternal life in Christ, we don't fear death, so we talk about death every now and then. So the, the, the talk is, how would you like to go? <laughs> so, so one said, heart attack is the best, according to our doctor, Steve, heart attack. Uh, why? It's short, it's sudden, it's over. You're in heaven. Uh, some said, wow, well, the best is just to sleep peacefully, And your soul lives. Ah, I like that. I like that. I like that. I said, I'd like to die preaching. I'm preaching here. Suddenly, (laughs) somebody comes here, checks my pulse. He's gone. And everybody says, praise God. He's gone. (laughs) He's with the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Forgive us if we are strange. Some of our brothers here are that strange. For we do not fear death nor do we want to die immediately. There's a difference, okay? We're not looking for death, but if death comes knocking, however, because we know it can come knocking anytime, we say to our family, please prepare. No matter how young I tell them, find some work now. Find some way to earn now before you graduate. The wife prepares for the hard times. Let me inject here something very practical. She prepares for the tuition fee. You're not the ones who prepare for a big fiesta and have no money for tuition. You give so many gifts during December, but suddenly you have to borrow money for tuition. How do I know? Without checking the names, I know. Because people come to borrow money from one of my companies. And it's usually tuition fee and fiesta, <laughs> vacation. It's hard to put all those together. And she also extends help to the needy. Yes, she blesses others in need because she knows that one day if ever she is in need, hopefully somebody will reciprocate. And that's what community is for. We help one another oh ladies get this well she is dressed well her clothing is linen and purple and red and scarlet she is dressed well for public appearances it's not wrong to dress up for all you traditionalists here you think a woman dresses up nicely that's a sin that is not a sin If she reveals too much flesh, I would say yes, because that's immodest. But if she dresses up well, it deserves our appreciation. So ladies, you have the license to dress well. As long as you're not trying to attract people to yourself, but you're trying to still focus on Christ, there's a difference where you dress so much to get all attention to you versus being pleasant there is a difference. It is all right. Why? Because looking ugly, I think, is more sinful. (laughs) When you have the powers to purchase through online purchases that are low priced, like, I will not mention their brand since they do not pay me to promote them, uh, but there are, you can explore to look well, but still modest. And her own house is in order. It says her her beddings look nice. Her own house is in order. It's not like everything is doing well, but her own house is not in order. She is confident, and she does not fear the future. Can you say no fear? fear. Why? Because of the preparation she made, she does not fear the future. If your relationship is based on fear, that is not a healthy relationship. I like always being with you so you don't go to meet other girls. That's out of fear, not out of good relationship, not out of trust. If language is, oh, this might happen, that might happen. Always in the fear realm, that is not healthy. It is so negative. It is better to say, let us prepare for crisis comes once in a while. It is good to prepare. She is confident and does not fear the future. Once we, we stop grain, red rice in vacuum pack we did it again we would put grain there for our personal use and to sell to some friends and some of you have bought it it wasn't mainly a business though it was good business however it was really when something happens in this world like war we have grain do you have grain when war happens if war happens oh that's right. war is not going to happen I learned from an old, old man who is one of, I consider, a mentor of mine, and he said to me, once upon a time, Japan said that we will not invade the Philippines, but they invaded. Now, another nation is saying, we will not invade the Philippines. We don't know because we see a lot of them here already. <laughs> I'm not warmongering to create fear. I'm just saying, lightly thinking things might happen. An earthquake might happen if we have grain. We have grain. But if we use up everything, we have money now. Let's eat at the most expensive restaurant. Ubus. Gone. Tomorrow there's no way to survive. Ah. Well, She does not fear the future. In fact, she smiles at the future. She thinks, what will tomorrow bring? What will the next week bring? What will next month bring? I wonder. She is not afraid. Young men, if you're interested in a girl who's so afraid and so needy of you, she's like a vampire that sucks your time. (sighs) You taste good. Avoid that woman who demands a lot of your time. She must respect that you must prepare for the future. And that's not just studying, it's more than that. There are other skills that you must learn. And a lot of them is not learned in the phone, it's learned by interaction with godly men. Some of you are afraid of men older than you. Why are you so afraid? Most of my friends are 20, 30 years older than me. Some of them have died already. Why are they, my friends, successful men, godly men in church, yet very successful? I like being with them. Why? They're not preachy or teachy. I observe. I observe what they do, how they say, how they speak, what they buy, what they don't buy how they schedule family, they don't know I'm learning from them. They know perhaps, but I do it so passively by God's grace. Then I share a lot of it with my wife. So we share the same wisdom that we learn from others, that we may apply it together together. We do not fear the future, even if the future looks bad. Even if we die, we're not afraid of it because of Christ in our hearts. She speaks wisdom, instruction, and kindness. She speaks wisdom. That's why we want young women and wives to learn the scripture. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The instruction of the holy. Wisdom comes from there. Not from your friends who love to gossip. Wisdom does not come from there. Wisdom comes from scripture. So we invite you to read and study it line by line. What is the intent of the author? To give time to it. Because if we are filled with it. One day it will bear fruit. The wisdom of scripture will bear fruit in our lives. So I encourage young women. So I tell my children especially my sons she must love God more than you it means she knows the scripture very well because her love for God is manifested in her love for scripture and she wants to follow and obey scripture she speaks wisdom instruction and kindness it means kindness She does not speak in a scary fashion. "Ah, I will eat you if you don't follow me. No, but moreover, there's kindness in her, yet there is wisdom and instruction. This is the way to do it. She is clear with her instructions, yet there is kindness in her heart. She oversees her household, and she is not lazy. She is not lazy. I know, I know, we love our bed so much, right? Do you love your bed? Oh, my bed. I love my bed too. But I have to get out of bed because if I stay too long in bed, that is laziness. But I need to rest. The woman must rest. But she is not lazy. Not lazy. She is proactive. If you look at Proverbs 31, there is no special emphasis to the me time. I don't really get that much. though. That is important to have time for yourself and God. That is me time for me and for my wife. To be with God. To meditate scripture. To pray. It is not just me for the sake of me. Oh, yes. She is not lazy. I remember... uh, a classmate of mine who lived in Batangas. Batangueños are hard workers, huh? Now she would tell the story of having worked in the field because there were farmers, and when she would come home, the mother would say, "While you're resting, can you oh, iron the clothes?" I said, "Wow! I said, that's how they rest. That is rest. Isn't that amazing?" For us, rest is being on my phone six hours a day. That is rest. Try to take their phones. You'll see they're going to shake. They're going to move not properly. Why? It's called withdrawal from an addiction. Ah, ah, ah. Can we put verse 30 up there? She does not deceive with her charm, nor is she inclined to vanity. Instead, she fears the Lord. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. We're not saying she should be ugly. It says here she has fine linen. We're not saying that. The Bible is not saying that. But she never uses her charm to deceive others. Men don't know they are being deceived by charming women. And some of them are so good at using their smile. Using their words, oh, you're so strong. And, <laughs> and, and, and the, the unsuspecting man would say, yeah, I am strong. <laughs> Without knowing it, she manipulates you with her charm. It is deceitful, be careful. But ladies, you can use charm. Properly, but not to deceive. Ha! <sighs> and beauty is vain. Why? Let me just say this. Young men, if your basis is outward beauty alone, then you are a fool. You know why? Because outward beauty will fade. Everybody fades. Everybody grows old. Oh, I know, my lovely sisters, I know you are in a war to fight aging. And we, your husbands, are with you in that war. We hope you win. But we know the truth (laughs) that no matter how we fight together, all of us will lose the war against aging. So husbands, do not criticize them if they try to look younger taking care of their skin. Lest you regret it one day. How will you regret it? One day you'll just say, bakit <laughs> lukot? So allow her to fight her battle. But ladies, try the natural remedies first. Before these expensive brands with so much chemicals. I'd rather see you, we'd rather see you with these cucumbers on your eyes and real papaya on your face. At least it's not expensive. God is good. Beauty is vain. Beauty is vain. The mother of Lemuel telling him, be careful with charming women and those who are beautiful. Be careful. But a woman who fears the Lord, that's what you look for. That's what you look for. She shall be praised. Verse 31. Give her the product of her hands. What she has done, let her works praise her in the gates. No, it's not in the literal gate. It's among the leaders of the land, meaning, oh, King Lemuel, oh, man of God, what do you do? You tell others of the wonderful things and the beautiful things that your wife has done for your family. You are proud of it. And you say, praise God, glory to God, he has blessed me. Wives, be worthy of that praise. It says, your work of your hands shall praise you. But husbands, if she has done good, do not ignore, please. I want to hear you praise your wife as a pastor here. If you do not, I know something might be wrong, and we will pray for you. God is good. Quick application to review, and then we close. Number one, young men. Do not rush. Put on the brakes. (laughs) Brakes. (laughs) Too much rushing. Do not be deceived with charm or beauty. Look for the woman who fears God. And if she fears God, she will not suck you dry. She will not get your time. She will know how to take care of herself. Didn't you see that here? I believe love is this. When love has matured, I take care of me so I can take care of her. And she doesn't have to see me as a big problem to take care of. And she takes care of herself so she can take care of me. And I don't have to think of her as a problem to take care of because she knows how to take care of herself. I think that is mature love. Immature love is... I need you. Always needing you. What happens if you're always together and you're not productive? What happens? It's called poverty. Mahal kita. Sandayu titira sa na ang pagibig. Instead, young men, listen to wise advice. Learn to lead in your community by first serving your community. An excellent wife may boost your confidence in the community one day. And the same way, you may boost her confidence as well. Number two, young women do not rush into love. Instead, develop the character and skills needed to live according to the wisdom of Scripture. You don't learn all this in one week. It's a lifetime of growth and development. At least you know where what to develop. For married people, trust in God's wisdom. Amen? Trust in the will of God. Do you trust in the will of God? So stop questioning why you married that person. Trust in God's will. I heard one preacher says, How does he define holiness or character building? He calls it marriage. Because in marriage, you have to learn to be patient. And love is patient and love is kind. For married people, trust in God's wisdom. Go back to scripture. See what can be applied here today. And grow into it step by step. By his grace, continue to grow to be the person he wants you to be. Again, this is wisdom. This is not law, nor is this epistle. I'm not saying if you violate any of this, you're sinning. This is Proverbs. It is not epistle, but it is wise counsel. Do not reject wise counsel. Do not follow the patterns of the world. What's the patterns of the world? It's love at first sight. In the vampire movies, love at first bite. That is not the ways of God. Ways of God is to fear him. For all of us fear God because that is the beginning of wisdom. That is Proverbs. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Find wisdom in Christ. We are in the New Testament. In Christ we find wisdom. We have to believe in the gospel that he died on the cross for us. He rose again from the dead. He defeated death. Death. He offers eternal life. Only Christ can offer eternal life. For he is the only one who defeated death. Lazarus rose from the dead, but he died again. Christ lives forevermore. We believe in the gospel. And he tells us, repent, believe, follow me, have faith. Those were the words used in scripture. So I encourage you wherever you are today in this room. Repent of your sins. Have faith in him. Believe in his word more than you believe yourself. Trust his will. Let his salvation be upon your heart today. Let us all rise and let us pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for... Your guidelines. Thank you for wisdom from Scripture. In this day and age, we belong to your church, Ecclesia, the body of people who believe in you, the assembly of those who follow you, an assembly of your disciples. Yet in every church to be strong, we need strong families. And one ingredient is for our young men to choose wisely. And for our young women to understand what is wisdom, what is living in wisdom, is what is, it is all about. Not the ways of the world, not in outward beauty primarily, but inner beauty first. It is the things that is done. I pray for the young men and the young women, for the young women to build stature in themselves. To study well, but learn other skills. To grow in leadership skills even while young and for those of us in middle age or much older we thank you for the wisdom we learned we still want to serve you we want to grow that we may be a positive influence to others especially to our families father we praise and honor you build this church lord our vision is to have strong families And we need husbands who trust their wives and wives who bless their husbands. Lord, we trust your will. Remove any guilt from us, yet give us that desire to improve. Remove self-pity and doubt, yet give us that faith that we can grow into this person. May this church be filled with men who fear God and women who fear God. For charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But the woman who fears God, she shall be praised. Praised by her community and praised by her husband. And her children call her blessed. Thank you, Lord. Lord, for those of us who have not come to repent of our sins, forgive us of our sins. We turn away from our sins, Lord. Forgive us of adultery, for immorality. Forgive us for living in a way that is not pleasing to you. We were not even thinking about what you demand or what you command. But now teach us to focus on the cross. Christ died for us. He rose again from the dead. We want to believe. We want to have everlasting life. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the fellowship of His Spirit be with you all. God's people say, Amen. natin ang Panginoon.